I wish I wasn't saying this, but I definitely think I'm fat for a bit. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Black Women, It's Your Girl, Simi Shalabal, and I'm on your waves, and I hope soon to be on your screens. If you haven't watched our video series, go on over, watch it. It honestly, sometimes I go back and watch it, and I'm in love, and it changes everything for me. It makes me dream bigger. I love being able to interview some beautiful black women in my life, and it's just It's inspiring to see two black women coming together from like different backgrounds, different industries, and just like talking about life. That's just like so freeing. But today, that's not what I'm here to talk to you about. Today, I have to talk to you about something that I think I've struggled with my whole entire life, but that is coming back to me now that One, I gained a little bit of weight during the pandemic, and two, I'm now not trying to lose it. I think, actually, no, I don't think I know I'm fat phobic. And it has nothing to do with other people and everything to do with me. When I see somebody who is bigger or who has carries more fat than I do, I find them beautiful like some girls be out here just everything they got going on is going on but I realized internally I internalized me gaining fat as me no longer being attractive me no longer being able to wear the clothes that I want to wear be the person I want to be I also sometimes equate it with health as if I got bigger, if I, if I gained more fat, that I am now no longer healthy. That is completely and utterly wrong. But I also can't deny that it's true. I'll take less pictures. I'll post less pictures. The picture I actually just posted on Instagram, I was so scared to post because I felt like I could see the fat that I had gained on my body. And that equated me to no longer being beautiful. It also showed up in other ways. I wouldn't buy clothes for the body that I'm in. I wouldn't buy clothes for the body I'm in because I'm punishing myself to be like, no, I'm not buying you clothes at this weight. You're going to lose it. And that's that. And I get how sometimes that can be like a positive reinforcement. Like, you're like, I'm not going to buy new clothes because I know that I can reach this goal. That would be one way of saying it, but that's not how I said it. I said, I'm not going to buy clothes for this body type because I'm going back to that body type. How does that make sense? How does that show love to your body at every single stage? I remember telling my therapist that my boyfriend was coming and I had gained a little bit of weight. So at that time, I'd gained a little bit of weight. And so none of my jeans fit. And I was like, okay, so I have to be on something. I have to get really restricted. have to go on a diet. have to figure that out. And she was like, or you could just buy new jeans. Revolutionary. Sometimes you got to talk to your therapist because she'll just put your life back in order. The truth was, I could buy new jeans. I mean, I could financially afford new jeans. And also, my body would feel more comfortable in new jeans than me trying to fit it in another body. See, sorry, trying to fit, yeah, this, these old jeans into a new body. 
How does that make sense? I'm all I'm going to say is that this is a journey that I have been through again and again and again and again and again. The fluctuating diets, the aggressive workout routines, the measuring, going on the scale every... That was one time I was like going every day. Um, the measuring, the everything. And it's all based off of this fear that if I have fat on my body, I can no longer be attractive. Which is so false. Which is so wrong. Which is so messed up. Because it's not true. And we do this. Like I'm saying this from my point of view because I want you guys to realize that you're not the only ones thinking like this. You're not the only ones who speak like this to yourselves you're not the only one who who makes yourself smaller or more compact um in spaces like if you find yourself like trying to make your body smaller if you find yourself not looking at the mirror during times where you've gained weight or you're finding yourself doing these like very drastic diets and then binging like these are all kind of signs that you and your body are not one i was talking to one of my friend mentors um, yesterday, and she's like, we have this very easy way of disassociating from our bodies, being like, my body is one thing, and I'm another thing, like, I am Simi, and my body is this, we are one being, <laughs> we are one being, of course, we know that our bodies will fade away at some point, and change, and adapt, but we are one, this whole Simi that's trying to create body fitness is trying to separate myself from the body that I'm physically in. And that type of disassociation is so dangerous because you no longer are hearing what your body needs. You're no longer intact with what your body needs and you're just demonizing it. You're making it seem like you're fighting against it. Two parts of yourself are fighting against each other. And that is never how goals are created. That is never how healthy habits happen. Like, of course, there's this whole spiritual aspect of dying to flesh. That makes sense. Dying to things that are not of the Lord. Cool. But we're talking about your physical body and your soul and your spirit, your desires, your hopes. If you find that you have that disassociation, baby girl, you and me are exactly in the same position, which is exactly why two black women is created. I don't want to struggle alone. I don't want you to struggle alone. I don't want the thoughts in your head to make you think that this is where you're staying and there's nowhere else to go and you can't talk to anyone else about it and you're the only one who have, has ever struggled. That is not what this is about. Two Black Women was created because I realized that everything that I struggled with or all the happiness or goals that I had, there were other Black women in this world who were going through the exact same thing and we were not having the conversations that we needed to have to progress and move forward. We aren't staying where we were, baby girl. There is no way that I'm allowing us to stay back. If you're listening to this podcast, we are moving forward. So how are we going to move forward with this seeing our bodies when we gain just like a little bit of weight or a lot of weight or any single part of that, like, how are we going to do this? Y'all know I love lists. So one, we are going to hold ourselves accountable. 
when you're starting to feel like, oh, I've gained a little weight, I can't go here, I can't wear this, I can't do that, or I need to start dieting, I need to, I need you guys to stop and realize if you, and question, have I disassociated myself from my body? That's one. Two, if you have, if you haven't, great. You see your body, you're like, okay, I love you, I'm holding on to you, but I would like to see some changes in how we do this. Cool. There we go. If you are not, that's what you need to work on first. The first part that you need to work on is that whole mind and body connection. How I think about myself and what my body looks like, they need to come back together. Yes, you can say that you have goals and you need those goals to come to pass, but put your mind and body together. I am my body. This body that I am is not bad. I would like to make some changes, but this body has served me. It has given me breath. It has given me strength to walk. It allows me to function. It allows me to communicate. It has allowed me to go back and do what I needed to do, like historically go back and do what I needed to do. And in the future, it will push me forward. I only get one body. This is it. I can't imagine it anywhere else. I can't wish it to be anything else. This is mine. I own this. No one else does, only me. Perfect. Now we have got in the right sense of mind and body. The next thing is a stage of gratitude. Gratitude. Y'all, if consistency wasn't my word of the year, gratitude would be my word of the year. Consistency, gratitude, consistency, gratitude, consistency, gratitude. Y'all, be grateful. Yes, you might not be where you want to be, but you are here. You are in this world. You still have, if you have breath in your lungs, you still have opportunities to make changes. You still have opportunities to love on yourself. Gratitude. We're starting by putting our mind and body together, and then we're going to a season of gratitude. Thank you to my body for helping me do the things that I need to do. Thank you to myself for now knowing that there's different changes I want to do, but I'm thankful to have the time and the space to do so. Thank you. That's where I'm going. We're thankful. Next, set goals. Okay, so this one is a good thing. Setting goals is a phenomenal thing, definitely when it comes to how you look at your body. But I want to urge you, and I'm urging myself, and that's why I'm going slow here, to make realistic, sustainable, consistent goals. In all honesty, right now I'm on keto and intermittent fasting, and I work out five times a week. I love working out. Intermittent and keto together is very drastic. I am a very drastic person when it comes to my goals. That my goal right now is not consistent. Even now, I'm I'm on a I'm on a trip, y'all. If y'all haven't known, I'm on a trip, and I'm completely out of whack with that, mostly because of the time difference and also because of the things I'm eating. But what I have seen, and some of my friends who have been the most successful when they are creating their goals, is they don't set six months limits or one year limits or two year limits. They set lifetime goals, lifetime goals of health 
of eating right, of working out. They do not let pivots, like times in which they don't follow their healthy living to take them off. They're like, this is my lifestyle. I am going to change the way I think, the way I talk. I'm going to desire healthy habits. These are the goals that we need to start setting for ourselves. Of course, I'm saying this, I'm doing something pretty drastic. But one of the things I'm the most excited about and I'm hoping through this journey is to make healthy goals, to start eating with more balance, start eating with more thought, to start working out with more balance, to find things that my body likes doing, to stretch more. These are the things that I am actually working on and these are the things I'm calling you to work on. If you find that you're like, oh, child, I need to get going, I need to lose weight, I need to da 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 Once you have connected your mind and body and being grateful, let's take active steps. I think one thing I'm going to do is try to put some, try to talk to somebody, try to get someone on the show who does nutrition and who does... Um, who does like really healthy like workouts and diverse workouts because I think we all need to talk about it we all need to talk about what we're going to do going forward to make sure that our body our soul our mind are connected and we're living a healthy life this podcast I pray feeds your soul but I know we are more than that we have goals and dreams and desires we want our bodies to move in certain ways and to you know that do some people sometimes but we're working on it and you and me we'll work on it together okay baby girl I want y'all to know that I'm thinking about you loving on you praying for you I'm praying that this week that you and your you will remember that your body is a part of you you only have one you've only been given one you are the steward of it you are the you are the shepherd of this body. You're supposed to take care of it, but let it not be so consuming that it becomes all that you are. I'm praying for healthy habits and a more just fulfilled life. Amen and amen. I love y'all. Bye.